Let's turn my headphone down a little bit. Yeah. 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 Ye
uh just the reads right now that's the only thing that's been bothering me in the lingo like but i've i've adjusted to it so it only took like two days because like instead of just jumping out there like you know like with a chicken with his head cut off just running around like i just sat on the sideline for a bit and like let the older guys like go through it and let the coaches like talk them through it so then like i could figure out like oh okay if this happens then i know what to do so then like I get in sometimes and then sometimes I'm sitting out. But after that, I was in majority of the time because I fully picked up everything and like I understood like my spots and where I'm supposed to be. So it didn't take that long. Coming and learning a new system after the last four years, how prepared were you to to pick up something new and something that's different? Because, you know, you fall into four years of pretty much the same stuff now it's finding something new um it's not that bad i mean you know our coach told us like here at the summer league he's like you gotta be adaptable no matter what and you know that stuck with me because i feel like i've always been adaptable to things so it was the same way when i got out of high school like you know uh i mean it wasn't that much different from fig but like i could i still had to like learn the system defensively and everything so it didn't, I mean, it don't take that long as long as, like, I was paying attention and, like, willing to learn and, you know, get out of my old ways of how things used to be. Go back to the pre-draft process. I know you'd been through it before, mm-hmm. but knowing that, one, you were committed to it this year, there was no going back, you were pros or bust, yeah. and two that this was not a COVID year or getting your feet wet year or anything else. It was a full bore train like you've never trained before. What's, what was that process like? What was the experience like? Did you have anything to compare it to? Um, no, nah, not really. You know, um, I really just, uh, you know, I was just determined, you know, I had, I always got something to prove to uh, everybody. But, you know, for the first part, like, I was training at Austin P because when I was still, my apartment wasn't, le- it wasn't done leased until, like, May 8th, so I had time. Um, but after that, you know, I went home for a couple of days, and then I went straight to Garden City, New York, and, like, I really locked my mind into, like, being a pro. So, you know, I was getting up 6 in the morning, you know, I'd eat breakfast, and then I'd have uh, weight. Would I have weight? Yeah, I have. I have a workout, and then I'd have weights. Or I I did workouts first, and then weights, and then I'll go get like some fruit or like a little a little something, you know, for my next before my next workout, and then uh, a week and a half into into it, I changed it. I went weights first, and then my two workouts. But you know, it's just it's just an everyday grind. So from six to 1231 like I was in there every day just trying to you know get better and work on my craft and you know uh, I felt like I got really better though you know there was times you know me me and Vinny we got into it a lot but you know I think that made me and him better uh like today like that's my guy like I'm forever grateful that he like helped me out and you know pushed me to get to where I'm at but that individualized instruction that Vinny Vitron, great great friend of the podcast, Vinny Vitron, mm-hmm. provides 
when you get into that gym and it's just him and you, what are you guys working on? What are you focusing on in those moments? Um, just getting better, you know. Uh, Vinny, Vinny's very smart. Like people don't realize it. They see him and they think, oh, he's just like this little Italian kid or whatever. But like he's very smart and gifted with basketball. So like he he studied my game, like from the time he got here, like my junior year when he was a grad assistant, and then like. When I told him straight up, I was like, yo, if you like pick up on the NBA lingo and like really study my game, like you can do my training. And so like during the season, during the season, my senior year, he had sent me like notes and clips of like what I did in games or what I could have did better. So like I knew Vinny was like locked in and wanting to help me. And uh, but in Garden City, like he he know exactly what we what we were doing, like um He'd already have notes planned out and whatnot. So, like, let's say morning, it'll be more like a skill workout type day or type morning. So, like, we'll work on skill, like ball handling or, like, you know, working out of, like, pick and rolls or, like, the high post. And then the second workout would be shooting, a lot of shooting, actually. Um but yeah, it was the same in Clarksville. Like I saw him stay up at two in the morning, just trying to figure out how to get me better and how to get me ready for any for what the uh, workouts were going to throw at me. And I think he did a pretty good job at it. So you're sitting here. I imagine he did. Facts. <laughs> uh, when so, how does that workout process start? When the teams start calling, inviting you out, walk me through that entire thing because. There's a lot more than just showing up in the gym with a ball, putting on a shirt that says Warriors. Mm -hmm. What all goes into that process where you get invited to Oakland or you get invited to Indy to, to perform for these teams? So it's behind the scenes, you know, like outside of me working out and, you know, me and Vinny and, and my guy Brian that was out in uh, New York with us, like my agent Cam and BJ, like they was – they was behind the scenes constantly, like, pushing teams, like, yo, like, y'all got to check the kid out. Like, he's a pro. He's NBA, he's an NBA player. Like, he's ready to play. And just having them, like, you know, advocate for me, like, that like that means a lot. And it just shows, like, if you got the right people behind you, like, they, they'll get you the opportunities. But to focus on, like, the NBA workout, like, they'll fly you in the day before, you know, like, it just depends on the team, you know, like, or like, not that really the team, but like who's all in your group because like they got to like separate y'all. So like y'all not, you know, possibly like affecting each other or whatnot or being around people that's probably been infected and keeping y'all distance. But like we'll get to the hotel, we'll check in. Uh, sometimes they give us uh, some money to eat or they'll give us like, some like from DoorDash, like $20 gift card just to eat. Um, and then they'll feed us in the morning and they'll give us lunch uh, too. But outside of that, so like you get there early in the morning and depending on the team, once again, uh, so before the combines, we were like doing all the combine stuff, like vert test, uh, three-quarter sprint, the lane agility, and um, – I can't think of the other one. Or was that it? Is it just them three? 
It might be. It might be just some three. I was not there. I will not be able to help you. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm talking about like combine wise. Like, what are the what are the, all the tests? But I think that's just them three. Uh, you know, they'll take our height, weight, body fats, uh, hand size. Um, they're like team. They're like team specialists, or their trainers would like do all kinds of tests on us um, to um, to figure out like if we're good to go. Um, so if you tell them about previous injury, like they'll focus on like if this bothers you or if it doesn't bother you, like be honest and tell them because I mean it'll show out in the court if you don't. But outside of that, so like that takes about like an hour and a half, two hours, like all that. So when we get done with that, then the strength coach uh, will get us and we'll we'll do all the combine stuff, and then after that we. We will stretch or they'll get us warmed up before we do the workouts. And then the workouts, they're all they're all pretty much the same to an extent. So like uh, you'll you'll do like some finishing drill, finishing drills or whatever, or like just just something to get you warmed up. And then after that, it's like some drive kicks, you know, get get the other people some shots. And then after that, it's a bunch of competing. So like one on one. It depends on the team. A lot of teams do like defensive one on one. So like when I went to Brooklyn, and um, where else was it? Atlanta, Brooklyn, Atlanta. Like you literally had to close. You had to close out everybody, and go one on one for like a certain amount of dribbles. So in Memphis, so, so it was like five dribbles or whatever. And then there's other teams like New York and uh, the Pacers. Like you had to help on the nail. And then you had to go close out the person, and y'all playing one on one from there. Um, but for the most part, like you're competing the whole time, and uh, you'll play some three on three, full court, half court. I ain't gonna lie to you, I got so much respect for the NBA after that because three on three, full court is hard. Picking up to do ninety four feet, an NBA guy ninety four feet. Yeah, and all that spacing, like it makes it so hard. Like you really gotta like. You you really gotta be on on your stuff just to like really like make sure your man ain't scoring and then if you help your teammates just a whole bunch of like scrambling around, but like I think that's a like false narrative of people like people saying like NBA players can't guard like no nah, they can guard it's just that's a lot of that's they're, a lot of space also very talented very talented offensively like um, we got a we got a kid on my team we're not really a kid he older than me but dude on my team name uh. His name's O'Shea, and he's probably like our best one-on-one player. Like, if he really, if they, if he really wanted to, like, he can go one-on-one with a lot of us, and he'll probably score a lot of the time. But you know, it's just they're so gifted, like offensively, and like you just see the time that they put in in the gym. Like, like one of the guys. Uh, They'll get they'll they'll shoot before breakfast or or whatever, and then they'll go eat breakfast or then after practice they'll shoot before practice they're shooting like they're always working on their game like they ain't got nothing else to do and like that's the thing I figured out from being away from school like as soon as I graduated like my days got was kind of weird at first because like I'm so used to waking up and going to class or I'm thinking I got this assignment to do but nah really I just got I just got basketball to do. So, like, I was at home. I'd wake up every morning and I go shoot. 
and I'll lift and then I'm back in there again at least once or twice again and that, that just started becoming like my daily routine and I knew I just knew from like the get-go like that's something I want to do for the rest of my life like I knew I'd be happy doing it so but the it, workouts were fun though it sounds like there is nothing fast about this process everything is methodical it seems like everything you're describing yeah i spent two hours with this group and i spent three hours with these people going over my medicals and i spent they do a lot of due diligence yeah and then like on top of that like when you have the meeting afterwards like because there's a meeting afterwards like you you'll meet with some of the front office people and like they'll talk just to get to know you and a lot of them will ask you questions that like you don't even think they know about so one team asked me about an intern my internship and like i didn't even know they knew i had an internship i didn't say one word to them but like they called the people and like knew like these teams know like their stuff they know if you got kicked off they know why why you transferred probably like they just want to see if you're going to be honest and straight up and you know not shy away from the truth or whatever and they want to know what kind of person that they're probably going to invest lots of lots of money into and they don't want no headaches so it's a lot i mean they're very methodical like it goes i mean you gotta think if you putting millions of dollars in you about to put millions of dollars into somebody you want to know who they are as a person like are they gonna give you trouble all that tell me a little bit about tampa because i know that's not the typical stop i know that was new this year or is it yeah but it seemed like you really turned some heads down there. Uh, so, because they canceled Portsmouth because, you know, COVID messing everything up. Thanks a lot, COVID. Facts. So, they was, um, it was just, it was like a, a kind of like a mini Portsmouth. You know, they was trying to get it all, you know, together for us and whatnot. It was a great event. It was just like, you could tell that it was kind of like, you know, rushed or put together quickly. But, like, all in all, like, they got a lot of us looks and, like, workouts and whatnot. But, like, yeah, no, nah, my agent, he was – he he he's so worrisome sometimes. But, like, you know, it's good that he, he, he's like that. Keeps me on my toes sometimes. But I don't think he really got to because I already know what I got to go do. He's like, man, you got to go in there. You got to dominate. You know, just be a physical presence. You ain't got to do all this other stuff. That so other people do all to... the stuff that you already do. Yeah, basically. Okay. I basically everything that I've been doing, he keeps trying to reiterate. I'm like, I don't get outside my my toolbox. Uh, Coach D, he always said that stay in your toolbox. So I heard him say that, and like I've always, I always kept the mental note, like stay in my toolbox. Like I rebound, you know, I'll play hard i'll hit shots here and there like from the perimeter um but outside of that like i don't really try to get out of my toolbox and do things that i, I don't normally do um but yeah now tampa was great you know i went there uh led my team to four and oh uh in the whole turn was the only undefeated team so uh it, i mean that was a good experience and it's kind of got me ready for this like because I literally went down there with a bunch of guys I don't know, don't really know, and literally had to build like a chemistry like that on the court quickly. So I think that's what's going to help me out here. Like we're all trying to get paid and we're trying to get seen and all this other stuff. So I think I think that's going to help me because like 
I understand like uh, how to work with people that I ain't never, you know, been around before. I mean, it's happened my whole life, like especially in college. I, I had like eight new teammates every year, so I mean, I'm used to working with new people all the time. So it didn't, it wasn't new for me. Through the pre-draft process, what kind of feedback do you get? Do you do teams go, you're good at this, you're not good at this, you need to work on this, this is great? I mean, they say the same thing every time, and, like, it was it was the same t- thing every time. Like, they don't – like, they see me play, like, when I go into the workouts, they see me play against all the high majors, and, like, that – I answered one of their questions or multiple of their questions, like, can he play with the high majors, the Dukes, the Kentuckys, and all that? and whatnot um does what he do translate now to the in the workouts and can it translate to the game i answer that question too like but the next one is like my perimeter shooting like why did my percentages go down and i tell him all the time like in the middle of the season like i'd be shooting good like in the 37 38 range and then like i have a couple games where i just go over and it just goes down and then I try to pick it back up close to the end of the year. I tell them, I was like, but that don't really mean nothing. Like, I'm going to make shots when my team needs it. I'm going to make the play when my team needs it. And, you know, after a while, like, I got started getting, I started getting frustrated with a little, um, with some of them because they come at me like, um, we just want to see, like, how you compete. And I'm just like, yo, like, I don't care what school they went to. Like, none of that, like. Like I'm, I play ball. I put my shoes on the same way they do. Like I'm, like I'm here to play. Like I don't care what where they came from. Like they got to see me too. Um, all that analytical stuff like that. You can throw that out of the way because like at the end of the day, like I'm, I play ball. I make plays to help my team win. I'm a great teammate. Like that's all that matters. I'm a good person. You don't have, you ain't got to worry too much about me. Late at night doing something doing something I ain't supposed to be doing. So, I mean, but, you know, I, I understood. Like, it's a business. They trying to get all the information they can out of me and, like, and whatnot. It's led here. Yeah, it, it is. Um, Pacers was the most consistent, my agents was telling me, with uh, talking to me and whatnot. And, well, not talking to me, but talking to them and, like, really wanting to, uh bring me in and what's called um you know i'm grateful for it like they actually took a chance on me and they're giving me a shot to like earn my way through training camp and whatnot so you know i'm here and i'm just gonna play and show them that like they ain't making mistake what are your hopes what are your fears for this this period of your life i mean i know that everything's seasonal everything's cyclical but uh you got a big opportunity here. Yeah, I mean, you know, I hope to play well and, you know, do the things that help my team win. Like, that's the most important thing. Like, if we win, you know, it opens up a lot of doors for all of us, you know. But if we're losing, you know, it don't really help nobody. Nobody's going to be happy and whatnot. But I really ain't got no fears. You know, as long as – I always say this, as long as I give it my all, like, I'm never going to fear or regret anything. So, as long as I know I went hard and I look back and and I'm thinking, like, "Ah, I should have did this or I should have did that. Like, nah, like, I'm going to go ahead and give it my all. That that game, 
So then I can look back and be like, nah, like I don't regret nothing. Like I, I did what I was supposed to do. Either I won or I came up short. But for the most part, I'm trying to win. I ain't, I ain't with none of that losing. I hate it. Step one's tomorrow. Facts. I'm very excited for you. We're all very proud of you, Terry. Best of luck. How many times did she Appreciate it. How many times did she leave? How many times did she cry? How many chances she done gave you? Around with these thighs?